Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase from 1980. Francis James Child was an American scholar, folklorist, and educator in the 1800s. He's best known today for his anthologizing of 305 English and Scottish ballads now known as the Child Ballads. One of these ballads, cataloged as Child Ballad 162, tells the story of a large hunting party on a portion of hunting land in the rolling hills between Northumberland and the Scottish borders. The ballad is also known as the Ballad of Chevy Chase. God prosper long, our noble king, our lives and safety's all. A woeful hunting once there did in Chevy Chase before. Fast forward to New York City in the 1940s. That ballad was the inspiration for the grandmother of Cornelius Crane Chase to give her grandson the nickname Chevy. As a descendant of one of Scotland's most powerful families, Clan Douglas, she felt the name seemed appropriate for young Cornelius. Chevy Chase is a 14th generation New Yorker. His parents divorced when he was four years old. His mother remarried twice, and his father remarried into the Folgers Coffee family. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your Young Chevy got expelled from school and was sent to a boarding school in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, where he would graduate in 1962. Here's Chevy on the Dick Cavett Show in 1978 talking about his school days. I, in fact, I was uh, basically a class clown with, of course, the authority of a very tall, good-looking fellow <laughs> with good grades. Uh, I was funny in class, uh, about this funny. And, uh, you probably were, weren't you? I mean, yeah, you know, I was a the, when the teacher turned her back, you probably did something satirical with the paper turn mine. clip. <laughs> Chase was pre-med at Bard College in New York. While there... He played a few shows in a band called The Leather Canary. Music was something that had always been an interest of his. He had a musical upbringing, his grandmother was an opera singer, and his mother was a concert pianist. He also claims to have perfect pitch. But back to The Leather Canary. The band consisted of Chase on drums, Donald Fagan on keyboards and vocals, and Walter Becker on guitar. In 1972, Fagan and Becker would of course go on to form another band, Steely Dan. Are you reeling in the east? Stowing away the time. But Chase wasn't done drumming there. In 1967, he started playing drums and keyboards for a psychedelic rock band out of Boston called Chameleon Church. The band would even record an album for MGM Records a year later. Chase even sang on one of the album's songs entitled Here's a Song. Here's a song for you who search for reasons. Explanations kept on record in town hall. I wish I could assist you in your quizzical quest, but somehow I can't see the thing. Around the same time Chameleon Church had formed, Chase was also a member of an underground comedy group called Channel One, which would later morph into Groove Tube. Chameleon Church would break up in 1969, and Chase started to focus on comedy instead of music. He would do some writing for Mad Magazine and the Smothers Brothers, and by 1973, 
Comedy was his full-time job. That's the year he was hired as a writer and cast member for the syndicated satirical radio series, The National Lampoon Radio Hour. Here's Dr. Chevy Chase with this simple test. How can I really know if I'm a humorous person or an average run-of-the-mill I-don't-get-it type? Well, it's often better to find out if you're funny in the privacy of your own home first. Fellow cast members included Bill Murray, Gilda Radner, Harold Ramis, John Belushi, and Christopher Guest. But the show would only last for a little over a year. And it wouldn't be long until Chevy, along with several other of his Lampoon castmates, would get their big break. In early 1975, while attending the L.A. premiere of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Chase met Lorne Michaels. Michaels was putting together his new show, then simply just called NBC's Saturday Night. The two hit it off, and despite Chase's initial hesitance, he was hired as a writer, and he would become responsible for two of the show's biggest trademarks, the commercial parodies and a segment that was originally planned for Michaels himself to be the one to perform on camera. And now, Weekend Update with Chevy Chase. In 2014, Lorne Michaels told Deadline, quote, I'd done the equivalent of Weekend Update in Canada, but as we got closer to the air show, I began to realize that I didn't think I could be the person who cut other people's pieces and left my own in. So I gave Weekend Update to Chevy, who was not a cast member but a writer at the time. End quote. Chase would go on to win two Emmys and a Golden Globe Award for writing and performing on SNL. He was the breakout star of the show. New York Magazine even put him on the cover, calling him the funniest man in America. Rumors even began that he would take over for Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show. All of this attention led to a quick departure from the show. He would leave SNL during its second season. He started landing roles in several movies, but he claimed that leaving had more to do with the reluctance of his girlfriend to move to New York. Want more Bizarre Albums? Sign up for bonus episodes at patreon.com slash bizarre albums. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. His first box office hit was in 1978's Foul Play, along with Goldie Hawn. In 1980, he had his biggest film yet, Caddyshack. And that same year, he used his fame for a return to music. So, in 1980, Chevy Chase released Chevy Chase on Arista Records. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? The album kicks off with the national anthem. Chase provides all the vocals here, with the organ played by Richard T., a keyboardist who had several hundred studio credits and played on hits like Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes, Bill Withers' Just the Two of Us, and Billy Joel's Tell Her About It. You 
You get the idea. Moving on. Short People was a 1977 gold-selling single by Randy Newman. Here, Chase's version is a parody, changing some of the lyrics and doing a little bit of a Randy Newman impression. It even features backing vocals from Bobby Kimball of Toto. Chase would perform the song, well, lip-syncing and pretending to play the piano, on a 1980 episode of the Midnight Special that he also hosted. Short people got more reason. Short people got more reason. Short people got more reason to live. They got quicker hands and quicker eyes. They're built lower to the ground, a better balance with the size. They eat much less food. They breathe much less air. Short People was actually Randy Newman's first ever charting single, but he grew to hate the song over time, saying it was a novelty record like the Chipmunks. And speaking of the Chipmunks, Chase does a cover of the Beatles' Let It Be on this album. And it's basically a straight cover of the song with Chase's vocals sped up, sounding like the Chipmunks. And that's it. That's the joke. There are a lot of killer session musicians on this record. Those last two songs feature the legendary Steve Gadd on drums. Gadd has worked with countless artists in different genres, including Steely Dan, James Taylor, Harry Chapin, Eric Clapton, Kate Bush, Joe Cocker, Chick Corea. One of his most notable performances being his drumming on Paul Simon's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. The rest of the drums on the record are performed by Ed Green, who was notable for his work with the Mamas and the Papas and the Temptations. Chuck Findlay also appears on the record. He's a trumpet player who toured with the Buddy Rich Big Band and also played in two different versions of the Tonight Show band, one while Johnny Carson hosted and also another eight years of Jay Leno's Tonight Show run. Both of them are heard on one of the album's original songs, Never Gonna Sing For You. It's a song in the style of Barry White, and it was co-written by Chase himself. And living up to the title, every time you think he's about to sing, he doesn't. And sweetie bun, let my voice sing for both of us. Let me kneel down before you with these words of loving praise, baby. Oh, oh, uh oh, uh oh, that pantomime in C, in C. There's also a parody of I Shot the Sheriff and that's mostly drug jokes, plus another original song called Love to Have My Baby, and that's mostly just sex moans. Seriously. So I'm just going to skip past those two. Chase made a return appearance to SNL, hosting on February 9th, 1980. The episode's musical guest was Marianne Faithful, but toward the end of the episode, Chase played his version, actually performing live this time, of the classic 16 Tons. He did this with the help of the Saturday Night Live band and the album's producer, Tom Scott. Here's a little bit of that performance. Hello. This is a little uh, energy saver uh, featuring my friend Tom Scott. (laughs) 
People say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bone. A mind that's weak and a back that's strong. You load 16 tons. And what do you get? You get another day older and you're deeper in debt. Say, Wild Thing is a song written by Chip Taylor and made famous by the English rock band The Trogs. Their version reached number one in the U.S. and number two in the U.K. Chase does a very different version of the song here, performed only by him and the album's producer, Tom Scott. The album credits Synthesizer, Nitrogen Tank, and Piano by Tom Scott and Chevy Chase, plus Acoustic Guitar, Kazoo, Shopping Cart, and Flock of Canadian Hand Farts by Chevy Chase. Wild thing. You make my heart sing. Shades of Crispin Glover's These Boots Are Made For Walking on that one. The album's closer is another original called Rapper's Plight. Well, sort of an original, sort of a parody of the Sugar Hill Gang classic Rapper's Delight. But Chase and Scott are the only ones who get songwriting credits here. Well, hip, hip, a diggity dog, and a bippity boppity boo. Zippity doo dog, coo coo ca choo, diggy kiddly divey too. Rudy, kazooty, tooty, fruity, all rudy. Skip, skip, skip to my loo. Sock it to me, sock it to me, ziggity boom. I wop bop a loo, I'm a talking to you. Well, welcome, Jim, you're in the house of Sam, and I'm happy to say that's me. Dig, the party don't stop if you wanna bop. I got uppers, downers, LSD. Don't be low, have a blow, a little get up and go, Joe. Have More drug jokes. The record was not received well by fans or critics, and it disappeared pretty quickly. It's never been released on CD, and it's not on any of the major streaming platforms. He never made another album. The record's producer, Tom Scott, had a lengthy and successful career before and after the album. A saxophonist and composer whose credits include Pink Floyd, Whitney Houston, Barbara Streisand, Joni Mitchell, George Harrison, Steely Dan, Quincy Jones, and Frank Sinatra. He was even the band leader on Chevy Chase's infamous short-lived talk show in 1993. A decade prior, he'd collaborated with Johnny Mathis on Without Us, the theme to the 80s sitcom Family Ties. What would we do, baby, without us? The youngest daughter of the Keaton family on Family Ties was played by Tina Yothers, who would later go on to release some music of her own. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.